Hey, what's up, everybody? For your fix of fitness, health, life, and laughs, you know where it's at. That's right, it's at the podcast with your host, yours truly, Adam Pullman. What's up, everybody? In today's episode uh, of the podcast, we had a question sent in uh, about getting ready for a wedding. So if you want to know how to work out, how to construct your workouts in order to get prepared for a big event like a wedding, a vacation, whatever it is, make sure you tune into this episode. And uh, if you have a question that you would like to have answered on the show, that's the whole point of this show. So if you're listening for the first time and you are not in the know, all of the questions and things that I talk about on this show are questions that are sent in by people like you. So if you're if you're like, hey, I have this question about this nutrition topic and I want it answered, you can uh, go ahead and get that answered or at least submit it uh, on my Instagram story every Sunday. So you can find me on Instagram. My handle is Adam underscore Pullman Fit. And then if you go to my Instagram story on Sundays, that's where you'll see a question box that says, ask me a question. And there you can submit as many health, fitness, and nutrition questions as your little heart desires. And I will answer all of them here on uh, the show. What else? Um, if you if you enjoyed this episode or if you've enjoyed one in the past, spread the love, share it with your friends and family. Listen, there's a bunch of BS crap fitness nutrition um, information out there, uh, mostly nutrition, but some training stuff too. And so it's always good to have a place where you can get uh, information that you know, like, and trust. So uh, if you have family that would be interested in something like this, let them know where they can go, let them know where they can submit their questions. Uh, and then if they want more free content, or if you want more free content, all of that is going to be available at PullmanFitness.com slash free. We have guides, articles. Um, right now we have a complete guide to protein, eat more, get leaner ebook. Uh, so all of that is available for free uh, to download at PullmanFitness.com slash free. That's spelled P-O-E-H-L-M-A-N-N Fitness.com slash free. Today's question is from Forever Strong 11. The question is, what types of workouts should you do to get ready for a wedding? I'm a bridesmaid. Congratulations on being a bridesmaid. Uh, I aspire to be a bridesmaid one day. Don't know what it's like, but I hope to be one. Um, okay, so getting ready for a big event. I think this is something that is uh, done the wrong way all the time. Um, that is most likely due to our procrastination as human beings, and that's just the way it is. I can't fix that. Um, so what I want to do first before I talk about how I think you should do it is talk about the way most people do it and why that's not the best. So most people, they'll have an event that come that's coming up in the near future, let's say within the next year. And then they're like, oh man, it's coming up. I should start getting ready. But you know, one thing happens, the next thing happens, life gets busy. Um, they don't start anything whatsoever because they feel like it's all or nothing. They need to start their diet, their workout regimen five days a week. Um, or else it doesn't count, even though they've been doing nothing but sitting on the couch and going to work. So they don't start. Um, next thing you know, it's coming, it's coming, it's coming. Oh no, it's a month away, two months away, and I'm still 30 pounds you know, higher than I want to be. Crap. And what happens then is they decide to completely restrict food intake. So they go a lot lower on their food intake, and they go balls to the wall with the exercise. And let me tell you what, that, that works. That works big time. Here's why it works. You go from doing nothing to doing a lot. You're creating an energy deficit, which is what the body needs in order to lose weight. Um, and so the person is losing a lot of body fat. They're losing weight like crazy. 
and they might get close to or reach their goal in that short amount of time. Now, what happens after that event or even during that event is the rebound. So over time, when they've been approaching this goal, they have been doing lots of cardio, burning a ton of calories every single day and eating few calories. The body is now getting ready, or if it hasn't yet, it's getting ready to adapt to this stimulus where um, it needs to burn fewer calories in the day because it just needs to be able to perform other bodily functions. If it burns too many calories automatically throughout the day, it's not going to have any left to survive and do the things that it needs to do that are kind of um, you know, involuntary and automatic, like digestion, all of that stuff. Uh, so it's going to create an environment where it burns fewer calories automatically at rest during the day. That's not good. So what happens is this person that now has this slower metabolism, slower automatic calorie burn, goes to a trip because they've reached their goal. They've stopped the exercise that they were doing so vigorously for the last month or two, and um, they start eating the way they were beforehand. So now you have a slower metabolism. You go back to very little exercising and eating the way you were beforehand. Next thing you know, two, three, four weeks later, you gain all the weight back that you had and then some. All right. So congratulations. You know, you, you, you hit your goal for the wedding or the event or whatever it was, but now you're just back to where you were. And uh, what I find most interesting about this is the, the science behind the adding new fat cells. So some research is showing us now that the more you rebound, the more you yo-yo, the more fat cells you can actually add, therefore making it harder every time you go back into a diet or back into that state of trying to lose weight. You make it more challenging every single time because you're restricting binging, restricting binging, restricting binging. That's not a good situation. Um, and so that is how most people do it. That's not how I recommend doing it. You know, if you the only way you could make sure you do that well is if you go balls to the wall. Like, let's say you procrastinated, you go balls to the wall to hit that goal, um, and then you slowly come out of that rebound. But, uh, or you slowly, you slowly come out of that state where you hit your goal. So you slowly start adding calories back in. You continue your exercise, but ninety nine percent of the human population just isn't going to do that. So here's what I recommend if you are approaching a um, a, a a big date coming up, whether it's a wedding or a vacation or some big event, whatever. Obviously, the, the more time you have, the more time that you give yourself, the better you're going to be, okay? Because then you can use, you can use the little, the least amount of work, excuse me, you can use the least amount of work to get the, uh, the, the biggest or greatest results. And that's the, that's the sweet spot. That's where you want to be because that's the most sustainable. So after your event, you don't really have to put much work in to maintain what you've already worked for. Whereas... You know, if you just did it in the last minute, the last month, and you lost 15 pounds, you'd have to put a lot of work in to make sure you maintain that without rebounding. So um, doing the least amount of work for the most amount of change is where you want to be. And you are able to do that when you have a lot of time, okay? Uh, so this individual messaged me and let me know that after I answered her question that she had eight months to, um, to tackle this. So I was like, yeah, you're fine. So if you have a long amount of time, what you want to make sure you prioritize are uh, or is resistance training, so strength training. You are training in a manner that is going to allow your body to build strength and build lean muscle tissue and increase your metabolism, all right? So what I recommend, it depends on where you're at, you know, I would start with what's realistic. So that might be two days a week of weight training for you. It might be six days a week of weight training for you if you're already used to four, whatever. Um, but what I recommend 
is some serious strength training. That should be your meat and potatoes. That should be the main thing that you are focusing on during this time in order to reach that goal. Your ultimate goal should be, okay, I'm going to use um, whatever changes nutritionally that I am making and the uh, training program that I've implemented, the weight training program only to get to my goal. I'm not going to have to use any cardio. I'm not going to have to use anything else, any additional calorie deficit. Um, If I keep this plan up for six, eight months, whatever it is, uh, I'm going to reach my goal only doing the weight training. All right. So that's the ideal, ideal place you want to be. So that's where this individual can definitely do that. Uh, so weight training needs to be your meat and potatoes. That's a primary thing you are uh, focusing on. Obviously, you can add in some other types of workouts. You can add in some cardio if you want. You can add in some high-intensity interval training. You can add in some yoga, all of that stuff. But the cardio is the thing I want to focus on here. Um, a lot of people I think have been confused by my message because I'm so, I usually speak out against cardio so much and it's, it's not that I am anti-cardio or against cardio. It's just that more often than not to get people to get the majority to lose the body fat they want to lose and keep it off. They need to focus more on weight training because their metabolism has slowed down so much from all of the crazy cardio that they've been doing. So that's why I speak um, or or kind of look through that lens. I'm always looking through the lens of the majority, the majority of people who I'm going to train, the majority of people that I have worked with in the past, all that. So the majority of people um, just need to focus on the weight training, but you can add some cardio in here and there because it can be very effective for fat loss. Like, but the only time it is effective is if you haven't been using it before. So if you are someone that really enjoys cardio and you want to add cardio, you can add in, you know, one, two, maybe three days a week of some very short cardio at the very most. Okay. I recommend the lower amount, the better, you know, once again, least amount of work for the most amount of change. So two days a week is a great place to be. It should be, um, it should be some sort of high intensity interval training session. It shouldn't be an hour of running on the treadmill. Okay. Um, you want one to help you burn calories, uh, efficiently without slowing down that metabolism. Now, uh, HIT has been shown to aid in muscle building. If you're doing a weight, weight training program with it, um, it's more effective for calorie burn in the long run in the big picture. Um, and so that is going to be the kind of cardio that you want to use. Now, where you come into danger or when you come in, come to some problems is if the cardio begins to outweigh your weight training. So let's say, for example, you add your, your weight training four days a week, uh, you know, resting 90 seconds in between sets, focusing on big movements, increasing your weights, um, approaching failure almost every single set. That is, that's what you're doing four days a week. Um, and you're doing hit training or some sort of cardio two days a week. Uh, all of a sudden you notice that once you added in the hit cardio, you, uh, you know, saw some additional fat loss or your results kind of accelerated. You're like, oh, I'm going to add more. I'm going to add more. I'm going to add more. Next thing you know, you're doing six hit sessions a week with your four days of weight training. The more you off balance those or offset those, the more your body is going to prefer to adapt to the cardio. All right. And that is where your metabolism can get a little bit slower potentially. So I always recommend having more weight training um, than HIIT training. Now let's talk about real quick because this individual did ask what kind of workouts. Let's talk about the kind of workouts that you can kind of that you can use for your strength training. Um, the more experienced you are, and the more you've been weight training uh, in the past, the more uh, options you're going to have. So for example, if you've been doing four days a week, you can go to six days a week, and you can train each muscle group twice per week, kind of like a body part split. 
Um, if you are someone who is a couch potato, you can probably get great results off of two full body workouts a week. If you're someone who only exercises or works out once a week, you can go to three days a week and get some great results, three full body workouts a week. All right. So, um, it really just depends on where you're at, but if you sprinkle in more than what you've what you're used to, you're going to see results from that. You're going to see that metabolism increase, um, that strength increase, as long as you are training in a way that promotes strength. So full body workouts is what I recommend first. As you get more advanced, you can sprinkle in some body part splits as long as your volume is still high. Okay. And that's a whole nother subject. Um, in those workouts, you need to be focusing on big compound movements. That means multi-joint movements. So, um, a bicep curl is not a multi-joint movement. I think you should still be doing it, but it should be an accessory exercise to the meat and potatoes of your workout, like pull-ups, squats, uh, bench press, overhead press, barbell rows, things like that. Those multi-joint movements where you're able to move more weight, those are going to be the meat and potatoes of your workout. After you do those or after you've programmed those, you can have some accessory work, uh, exercises like um, calf raises, barbell curls, um, rope tricep extensions, whatever that might look like for you and what you're trying to get done and how you're trying to shape your body. You can add those in, um, but you're going to get the most bang for your buck with those compound movements. Now, one thing I do want to touch on before I end here is uh, – what makes a strength training session a strength training session? We're talking higher rest periods, anywhere from, I would say, 60 to 60 seconds to two minutes. Um, 60 to 90 seconds is usually the sweet spot. I think two minutes is great for some big time strength, but a lot of people get impatient with two minutes, but that's on them. So 60 seconds to two minutes, I think 90 seconds is a great sweet spot. Uh, that's the amount of rest that you're taking in between sets. Rest is the most underrated part of a training program. People skip it all the time and their muscles don't recover, so they can't lift more weight in the next set. And so their volume for the total week is down and they don't see progress. All right. So you need to make sure that you're getting plenty of rest. The rest is not for your heart rate to go down. The rest is for your muscles to recover, to be able to move the same amount of weight, if not more on the following set. Okay. You're doing anywhere from, I would say, I mean, it's, it's a wide range, but anywhere from four reps all the way to 12 reps, you are seeing um, significant strength increases, muscle building increases uh, as well. If you want to phase this program, you can do four to six reps the first month. You can do eight to 10 the next one and then 10 to 12 after that. Or you can go four to six the first one, six to eight the second one, and then whatever, 10 to 12 on the last one. Um, but the whole point is that you are slowly progressing, slowly increasing those reps and trying to use the most weight you possibly can to reach that rep range. All right. That rest is going to be huge. You're not bouncing from one thing to the next. You are focusing on lifting the most amount of weight with good form within that rep range. All right. So that's how that's a brief overview on how I would construct those workouts and approach that timeline leading up to uh, your big event. All right, guys, if you have a question that is similar to this one or you want to know the answer to something health, fitness or nutrition related, you can go ahead and ask that question on my Instagram story every single Sunday. Uh, my handle is Adam underscore Pullman fit. So if you go there uh, and find my story on Sundays, you'll see a question box that says, ask me a question. You can submit all of your questions there and I will discuss them here uh, on the show. If you guys want more free content like this, like stuff on the podcast, um, like articles, guides, eBooks, you can find all of that for free to download at PullmanFitness.com slash free. The spelling on that is P-O-E-H-L-M-A-N-N fitness.com, excuse me, <laughs> slash free. Uh, and then if you enjoyed this episode, guys, spread the love, share it with your friends and family, let them know where they can go to get all of their health, fitness, and nutrition questions answered. 
Oh my goodness, I cannot believe it is over already. Hey, thank you guys so much for listening to the podcast. Hey, listen in. If you have a health and fitness goal that you are trying to reach, I don't know what else to say other than to say it must be a match made in heaven. If you didn't know already, Pullman Fitness exists to transform the body, mind, and spirit through personal coaching and sustainable fitness plans for any stage of life. So if you want to reach your goals, build sustainability, and enjoy life all at the same time, you guys got to check out Premier Coaching at Pullman Fitness. From custom tailored programming to 24-7 access to your personal coach, you'll have everything that you need to succeed. You guys can find out a lot more about Premier Coaching as well as our membership program at PullmanFitness.com. Hey, if you enjoyed the show, share the love by leaving a five-star review and introducing the podcast to your friends and family. As always, thank you so much for listening, and until next time, this is the podcast.